the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio. Here we are once again, back at Saturday morning. Am I correct, Kevin? Good morning. It is Saturday morning, right? Yes. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. All right. We're talking about cars today, I think. Right. 1-888-344-1170. Um. So look at Brendan's over there, very happy to have us in the studio. He was uh, in here chatting it up with us about uh, all kinds of things. Yeah, it was really lonely because uh, Garden Talk was pre-recorded. So <laughs> it was really all... lonely. Yeah, I, I, I kept hearing creaks and I was like, oh, is that the ghost of KCBQ in the studios here? <laughs> I don't think this building has any ghosts. No, it's not no, old enough. No, 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 no. The ghost of KCBQ. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. I think I heard Shotgun Tom Kelly's voice somewhere down the hallway, too, somewhere. Mm. But he's still alive, though. <laughs> yeah, you know who else I see in the gym sometimes is uh, uh, actually, uh, um, I forget it. Maybe that is. No, not him. Shotgun Tom Kelly's the one that had a big beard and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, with no, the no. flat bill hats. So there's another sports guy. Um, he's a little gentleman with gray hair. Um, I forget. Wait, wait, wait. With the New York accent or no? Yeah, probably. What's his name? Oh, I gotta look that up again. But he's like a legendary Padres broadcaster for sure. So. Yeah, yeah, he still does some stuff here and there. I forget his name though. Dang it. Anyway, I actually see him in the gym sometimes, so working out. But uh, yeah, yeah, good stuff. Anyway, uh, Brendan will let us know who that is. I f- I forget his his name once again. Um, but anyway, welcome to Auto Talk Radio here today on. Woo! June's flown by. It's the twenty fifth. Did you know that? Today's June 25th? Yep. 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 Okay. We're talking about cars and stuff, but we will talk to you. Actually, today we're talking about uh, uh, fluid services, items like that, you know, keeping your vehicle serviced well. Uh, but we're happy to talk about anything automotive related. one 1170 That's 888-344-1170. Um, <clears throat> so some good stuff. Um, you know, so we... we We've had a lot of shows where we've talked about uh, EVs, electric vehicles, right? Right. So in that, um, I was watching a, uh, and I'm always like, I mean, it's quite the talk now. We talk about this a lot, right? Because, you know, in, their 1930, in 2035, there's supposed to be no more sales of gasoline or diesel vehicles in the state of California. Everything's supposed to be electric by that time. Um, and I have a lot of different discussions with different people about this also, right? Um, as far as that goes, so and um, had a discussion last night about about it, you know. And one of the things, and I I had a lunch with a gentleman uh, uh, this week on uh, um, Thursday, and uh, um, we were talking about this, of course. Um, and I was discussing with him. I saw I was watching some information on EVs. Do you know the carbon footprint to produce an electric vehicle? By the time the production, if you start with digging out the raw materials and all that stuff and add just like you do with digging out raw materials to build a gas car, that by the time the life of the car is done, the carbon footprint on an EV vehicle is bigger than, than a gas or diesel vehicle. I can see that. It's the truth. Well, no, so I, I watched the whole thing like where they documented. All, so um, 
very interesting stuff as far as that goes, you know. Um, so I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, you, you know, everybody that thinks that they are more environmentally friendly, they really are not. Well, think about this, just the electricity anymore. I mean, because even like where we grew up, the old electricity company they used to have turbines in the river that turned it. They've even pulled those out and they actually don't use stuff like that anymore. they killed fish. That's the point. Now they're using fossil fuels to turn the generator or the the turbine. So they fire them. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. There's a lot of pro, pro not propane, um, natural gas. Yeah. So here, here you go. It's one for the other. And now you're going to put a load on the electricity. I mean, that they tell you well, that, to run your air conditioner. In the- we've had a long discussion about that. Yeah, yeah. We have brownouts here in uh, the state of California already, where they tell you to, to you have to shut down your electricity. But we're going to start um, charging all these EVs, right? That the the infrastructure for for the grid for the electrical grid will not handle that here. So something's going to have to change eventually, but we'll see what it is. Just some interesting stuff they talked about, and then uh, you know, like also talked about that uh, that that twenty thirty five law will probably be overturned before it comes. But let me ask you another question: You own a car dealer here, aren't you going to feel like? Uh, don't you think they're going to? kind of try to fight this a bit i mean it, you're a franchise i'm not talking about i'm not talking about i'm not talking about the manufacturers they're all over the world right but you own dealerships in california aren't you going to feel a bit cheated when people instead of buying cars from you are driving over to arizona and buying cars yeah so i mean th- that i when we were talking about this i was like well those folks in, in the in New Car Dealers Association, which is the franchise people, right? Not the manufacturer, not like Ford or GM, but like when you own a dealer franchise, um, they're part of that. They have quite a voice when it comes to uh, uh, government and, and folks on Capitol Hill and stuff like that that, uh, um, that look out, out for them. Um, so I don't know that all of this is going to stay the way it is. So could 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 be uh that law could go away so anyway brendan did you figure out the dude's name yeah it was uh ted leitner no nope, wrong guy okay sorry no nope. <laughs> all that work for nothing or you... <laughs> sorry wrong guy that's okay is ted leitner still around yeah he's uh 74 still broadcasting for uh san diego state games oh he is so, yeah okay. for the men's football basketball teams mm. um he's I, I gotta be honest he's a mixed bag because uh, he'll do these annoying things where if the team's not doing good, he says, oh, that's your team. But if the team's doing good, he's like, oh, that's my team right there. I hate that. And uh, another thing I really hate, too, is uh, he over-describes the uniforms to a T like it's a fashion show when I want to hear just about the sports, like what's going on <laughs> on the football field. These are these are, these are are sports things that annoy Brendan. Yes, yes. Uh, coming in <laughs> Brought to you three. by <laughs> Auto Talk, <laughs> the Brendan segment. That's right. Um, uh, you know what? I think as a car dealership, uh, eventually you're going to see a good profit uh, with electric cars if you keep selling them over time. Because, again, the prices are going to go cheaper and cheaper as uh, years go by. Technology gets better and better. Oh, I don't think that – but well, let me put it a different way for you. Okay. You you're, you own a franchise dealer here. Let's just say a, a, a Chevy dealership. Sure. All you can sell is electric vehicles – and the guy in Arizona is selling electric gas and diesel vehicles. Mm-hmm. Don't uh, you feel like you're going to... You're going to get more variety out of the other places for sure. But well, I still there, you're think You're always going to have 50% of the people that don't want an electric vehicle because it doesn't work for the purpose for them, such as towing or driving long distance. I'm going to tell you, every time you have to... St- I'll, I'll tell you a story about a Tesla. I'll t- I'm going to tell you a Tesla story. This is a great story. Okay. So you know I ride a lot of motorcycles, Enduros and stuff. I was up in South Dakota, off-road stuff. We were doing a ride up in Oregon. Two friends of mine from Reno, Nevada. One of them owns the Tesla SUV at that time. Mm-hmm. I forget which model it was, but anyway. So he comes up with a great idea. Going to put the motorcycle trailer on the back of it. Motorcycles on that. We're going to drive the Tesla to Oregon from Reno, Nevada. Mm-hmm. My buddy John's with him. John usually drives a truck. Okay. So I hop in my truck, put motorcycle in, stop for gas every now and then, fill it up with gas. You know, you grab a coffee, something to snack on, and on you go. Mm-hmm. When I got to Oregon and I first dinner that one night, I was sitting down with John. I said, John, how was the ride with him in the Tesla? He said, worst experience ever. I said, well, can you elaborate on that? And he said, absolutely. He said, you know how uh, we put uh, we put a uh, 
motorcycle in the back of our the truck and we take off and you stop and grab gas real quick and you might grab a bite to eat and, and, and a coffee and you get right back up in the truck and you go, right? I said, yeah. He said, yeah, so every 300 miles we had to stop for dinner. So I said, what? He said, well, that thing has to be charged for an hour, even on fast charge to get it back up to full charge so we can go another 300 miles. <laughs> I said, awesome. He said, yeah, I ate dinner like nine times. He said, ridiculous. Won't do that again. This is the last time for that. So anyway, I was like, boy, you guys didn't think that thing out very much, did you? So, And also every hotel, because we were staying in these little towns, they didn't have a fast charger at any of those. So they have plugs. You can plug it into a normal outlet. So the guy would run it. But it's got to charge for, for hours. I mean, like 24 hours to bring the charge up that way, you know. It's like a trickle charge, you know. But he, they have all these adapters that come with the car. So he'd run the cord out there and plug it into the, the car and into the regular 110 outlet in the in the hotel. I'm surprised nobody in the hotel is told him to knock it <laughs> off. They don't worry about that. It's not taking that much electricity. It's just like a little battery charger, you know. So it is what it is. But anyway, very interesting stuff and stuff you have to deal with if you're going to drive that way. I prefer my truck. I just stop and put gas in it, right? It didn't take long. It takes like, like I don't know, 15 minutes max. My question is, is are they are they going to – I wonder how they're going to do this when, when, when they make that – okay, when that law becomes – I can't remember exactly here, but whatever. If that if it becomes law – It's already a, I, I, it's already a law. Well, I meant like when they when it actually, you know, it goes into effect. Uh-huh. I wonder how they're going to do the DMV. I mean, how how, how are they going to let, are they going to let people bring in gasoline cars? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's in the law. I'd have to really le- read the entire law, and I got to be honest with everybody. I have not read the, that law yet, so therefore, I don't know. Um, but I also think in twenty thirty four there'll be an amazing record sales of gas and diesel vehicles here if this is actually going to go into effect you know what i mean because people be like anybody that wants a new gas or diesel vehicle is going to be like i'm buying one now this is the last year of it here before i have to trace trip trip over to you know uh, arizona or utah or wherever you're going to go you know to uh, buy buy one that's not because they don't have these laws so I seriously can't imagine by 2035 that manufacturers are going to stop making gas and diesel vehicles I don't foresee that. So anyway, just just some stories I have about that. They all don't get me wrong, and I'm not against them. They all have their place. I mean, if you drive around town a lot during the day and stuff, a Tesla or another electric vehicle or something, cool, that could work out great for you. You're probably not gonna drive over three hundred miles in a day in town, right? So running errands and all that stuff, not a bad deal. You don't have to go to the gas station, things like that, you know. I get it. Nothing wrong with that. Um, but they have their purpose. I just their their purpose of driving, you know, uh, um, a thousand miles or eight hundred miles to some place in one trip where you're going. They're probably not the best option for that. So anyway, and I was over exaggerating when I said nine times they had to eat, but I mean they had to stop several times on I'm the sure way. Sure, they did. How many miles is it from here to there? And and yeah, I think it's. Uh, I'm sure they even did. They even get 300 miles out of it because they were towing extra weight on that thing. Yeah, that motorcycle trailer with two dirt bikes, so don't weigh a whole lot. It's not like you're putting a trail, you know. A big, I know, but there is still. not much drag on that. So I, I don't know exactly. I can't remember exactly what it was, but yes, it was. Maybe it was 250 miles, but it was. They had and they have. You have to plan out also where you can stop because there has to be a charging station. It's not just like you can drive. You're like, well, I'm going 300 miles, pull off the side of the road, and you're going to charge it. There's- What's it cost to charge that fa- on a quick charge? I have no idea what that. And maybe somebody that has an electric vehicle and listen, maybe they could call and call. I don't know what it costs. Like, I, I, that's a great question. Something I'd like to know. Like, because at a mall, the quick chargers they have, I don't know what it costs. Do you know, Brendan, what it costs to charge a, a, a EV at the mall, like or something like that? Uh, if I had to assume, you don't know. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I ask if you knew. I didn't say to, but we could Google it real quick. I'm sure Brendan can look it up for us. You know, as far as that goes. But uh, uh, yeah, I would. Uh, um, I don't know. I don't know what it costs. So anyway, we're talking about all things automotive today, folks. One eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. As we uh, continue on here, we'll talk about anything automotive, but uh, just a little update on uh, electric stuff. Uh, We're going to have to take our first break here. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego, 1170 and 96.1 FM. 
We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome back. So... Why we are on break, I wanted to see, and I did. So here's what we got on charging electric vehicles. So, because this is interesting. Um, how much does it cost to charge a car at a remote charging station? I'm not talking about at home, obviously. Um, so um, the cost of charging an electric car at a public charging station depends on several factors. But to ballpark it, the average cost per kilowatt hour is between $0.40 cents and $0.70. Cents. And you get around three to four miles for every kilowatt hour. Okay. Keep that in mind. With that, that's your gas mileage. <laughs> With this in mind, the average EV vehicle could require around $30 to fully charge it. So like you pull into the mall, you're going to fully charge your car, you're going shopping. Could cost up to $30 depending on it. And it, you know, if you're out on the- I have a question though. This is a question I don't, I'm sure this is how it works, but so you plug your car in, you swipe your credit card, you go off to go shopping, right? Let's say your car is at um, 50%. And then it charges. So does it just stop when it gets to a hundred? Just like just like the nozzle clicks off at the gas station. I'm sure it's just like a phone or something. I sure? imagine so too. Yeah. Sure, they don't keep charging you for the time it's plugged in. Well, now they <laughs> might keep charging you, but I, I, I'm thinking the charger's probably yeah, it's going to turn off. Is it is it is it is it like a is it like a cell phone that charge drops down a little bit it starts charging because otherwise, otherwise, oh. otherwise it would blow up the battery in it i was, these, these I, was all... I was thinking too that uh it, like is there a phone app that'll let you know exactly when your battery's fully charged oh i'm sure i'm yeah. sure that exists oh, okay. especially with tesla i'm sure that oh, you're, you're yeah. yeah without question something like that that you can look at your phone and see how charged your vehicle is no matter even if it wasn't plugged into a charging station you know like oh how much charge do I have on my Tesla? My girlfriend wants me to go downtown and meet her for a glass of wine or something. There you go. You know, so that uh, that probably exists. So anyway, could charge up to thirty bucks. Um, I'm seeing a lot of those charging stations going in all over the place for sure. So um, North County Fair Mall, they have a bunch of them that aren't even up online. They're all put in, but they don't work. Wonder why. I don't know. They didn't tell me. I'm still, we're still worrying about the power grid situation still, though. So I know I'm glad that we're implementing all these. But again, I'd rather. How's it going to work? Sure, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd rather make sure that I'm not in a brown or black area still, you know. But oh well. Well, and those are rolling, right? Yep. So those move. So to, that's another question. So if if it's a brownout or area like where they're trying to reduce because electricity use is so high, it's like a hot day or something, middle of the day. Are they going to shut off those things that you can't use them? It sounds like it, and then you be, then you're stuck. Yeah, then you're going to be uh, SOS. I'm sticking or, to my gas car. Oh no, wait, SOL. Sorry, no. <laughs> so well, you might be throwing up an SOS because you're stuck. <laughs> yes, you can't go anywhere. Yeah. It'll kind of be like be the guy that shut off the uh, the uh, electricity to San Diego and Arizona when all, none of the gas stations worked. Uh, for all you people that only put five to seven dollars in at a time, that was a really bad day for you because you know, on the way to work you planned on getting gas to make it home, and guess what? None of the gas state. Oh, when there's no electricity, gas doesn't pump. Those gas pumps don't work anymore. Unless you're like me and you got a long hose with a little electric battery operated pump, you can just drop down in their thing and do, 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 fill up your. It's a survivalist thing. Right. <laughs> I have one of those pumps in my garage. Don't you, Kevin? Yep. Yep. <laughs> just in case. Yes. That and 50 foot of, uh, of uh, uh, three eighths inch fuel hose. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Drop it right down there. You can fill your car right up, huh? Yep. Good stuff. You run it right off your own battery. Oh, anyway. That's a secret, Brendan. You'll have to come hang out with us if you need gas. So I, I will uh, head over there as soon as possible. No, just hit Taco <laughs> Bell. Hit Taco Bell on the way. That's gross. Anyway, That's all, gross. all good stuff. So there's... Uh, so I, I just find it... Uh, all the things we talk about uh, uh, with cars and all that, uh, you know, it's very, very interesting stuff for sure, for sure, as far as that goes. Um, 
So I do want to remind folks, uh, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by Interstate Battery, a battery for every need. Interstate batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock nor sell any other batteries at the West Automotive Group for one simple reason. Uh, they, it is the number one technician recommended battery in the world. Um, if you need an interstate battery for your vehicle, hop on westautomotivegroup.com, make an appointment, get in, we'll install an interstate for you. If you need a battery for any other reason, check them out at uh, Storefronts at 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or La Mesa at 70th and University. They do have a battery for every need. All righty, let's uh, grab uh, Fred and Del Mar real quick. Good morning, Fred. Yeah, hey, guys. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. No problem. How are you doing today? Appreciate it. Oh, very well, very well. I'm uh, driving up to L.A., so I don't have to worry about pulling over and getting a charge on my car. <laughs> I'm driving. I'm driving. Uh, I get. I got two vehicles, both serviced at your uh, West Miramar location. And uh, the first one I had a, a question on was, I have a 2012 Honda Fit, mm-hmm. five-speed Sport. That's what I'm in right now, and um, I'm taking it in for an oil change on Monday. And uh, one of the lights on one of the control knobs uh, is not working, and so I, I don't know how familiar you guys are. Uh, visually with uh, the, the way the car looks, but mm-hmm. this knob controls the vents, uh, you know, the defroster, uh, front air vents, floor vents, et cetera. And it's just a little light that's out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if the, if the knob can just pop off or if, like the dash has to get taken apart. Uh, well, not the dash, but the control panel uh, assembly. Yeah. Look, so here's the deal. Um, if, if it is an actual bulb, it's not that difficult to replace. Here's what we on a lot of these late model cars though it's not, it's it's a diode bulb uh, better or like a little LED and it's built into the circuit board on some of those and not replaceable. Oh, okay. So so but they, they, you I, know I off the top of my head I can't tell you what you have when the car's in there they they can tell you real easily though. So yeah. so but uh and it, yeah so if it is an actual replaceable bulb they usually make it it's not that bad to do. So although Okay. I do agree with you. Some before some dashes that had light bulbs in, you had to pull the whole cluster out to put bulbs in. But it's still really not. I mean, there's it's not that intensive where you have to take the whole dash apart. Um, but I don't know on that car which which it is. So it could be one or the other. But yeah, yeah. just make sure and remind it to Kristen when you take the car in, and uh, she will uh, uh, have uh, most likely Troy, our lead guy there, take a look at it and let you know. Yeah. Uh, okay. Thanks. In worst case. If it's not the bulb, I can live with it. It's, I mean, the yeah. cars. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. cost wise, if if it's if it's part of the circuit board for the climate control, um, you you probably want to just live with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a, the, the other question I had was on my other vehicle, which is uh, a 2015 Lincoln MKZ hybrid. Uh, you know, I had it up at, at uh, West Escondido when I was living closer to that. Now it's. Mm-hmm. at West Miramar. Uh, I, I just got um, a lot of uh, preventative maintenance done uh, in January to, to keep this thing going for a while. Okay. The vehicle has 86,000 miles on it. Nothing wrong with it, you know, because I've kept it maintained. Um, it's the, the one thing that Kristen mentioned to me, she says, once you get in the 8 to 10 year life ownership of the vehicle, uh she said, you might want to think about just going ahead and getting the hybrid battery replaced. Okay. And um, I, I don't know if uh, if that's – I don't know what your recommendation is. I'm, I'm, it's If I should just go ahead and wait for it to uh, fail, for lack of a better way of saying it, and if that happens, if there's any other potential serious impacts with the car, I, I'm probably just going to go ahead and get it done. But I was curious on your thoughts on that one. Well – I'm I'm curious if <clears throat> she was talking about the hybrid starter battery and not the whole hybrid battery cuz the the big battery the big hybrid battery itself um we usually uh-huh. wait until there's an issue with that battery to be honest with okay. you yeah we don't re- that's okay. an expensive battery place now the starter battery if it's ran up you know we get batteries over 6 years up to 8 8 years on those if it hasn't which is more like a regular little battery 
um, those then oh, okay. then then yeah, because those do fail more often than not. Um, but they're not that expensive either compared to the hybrid. But no, the complete hybrid battery we wait until there's an issue on it, and we could plug in. We we use the factory Ford IDS, which is 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 the factory tool for the for the Lincoln, and and we could actually look at the cells on that battery and stuff if we if we want to. But the minute that it's having an issue, um, it it will it will set a code on it anyway, and 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 and, and it'll be in the system. So um, yes, no. I don't recommend replacing that battery until it's time. Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, I didn't know this, and, and it makes sense. There is a separate little battery just for the hybrid battery to, to, or to kick off. I, I'm sorry. There's a separate little hybrid starter type yeah, of device well, that kicks the hybrid battery on? Yeah, it's or, just a regular battery. So, And each car has, and we call we call that the hybrid starter battery, so on a hybrid. So, yeah, that. uh it, there's a regular, like you'd find in any other car. Let's just call it that. So same kind of battery. And then you have the hybrid battery. Does that make sense? Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I think it's actually in the truck. I was uh, cleaning my truck out the other day and noticed there was a, co- a combo. It a might, back there. It might, thought, might, yeah. might be each. I, it's so hard for me to keep track of where it, there's so many models now, you know, so I uh, always have to take a look and see. But, but yes. So, um, but the big hybrid battery. Um, the one that is operated by the inverter and all that, the, the, the actual hybrid yeah. battery, we don't replace those till there's a problem. Okay, great. Thanks for, uh, thanks for taking my call. Thanks for your time, guys. No problem, Fred. Thanks uh, for giving us a call. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful, safe weekend, and uh, look forward to talking to you soon. Yeah, likewise. Thanks again. Take care. Safe driving. Bye. Anyway, that was a great question. What are you staring at me for, Brendan? Uh, just because you're a very dreamy male. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, back up. Back up. Back, back up your EV. Yes. <laughs> He's been watching the Brady Bunch too much. <laughs> He's been watching the Brady Bunch too much. Anyway, all good stuff. Great question. So, uh, yeah, so we were talking about electric vehicles there. So, some very interesting stuff. Uh, but today we're going to talk about... Uh, uh, throw in a little bit. Once again, any of your questions, one 888 It's 888-344-1170. Just like Fred, if you have any questions about your vehicles, et cetera, whether we service them or not. But if you have questions, give us a call. We're happy to answer them for you. Um, what we're talking about service and vehicles, changing your car's fluids depends on, uh, you know, what you like to do and how long you want to keep the vehicle in great working order is what I always say as far as that goes. But uh, we're going to take our last break here real quick. But uh, please do give us a call at one 888 That's 888-344-1170. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on the Answer San Diego 1170 and 96.1 FM in North County. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, here we are. We are back. Good stuff, good stuff. <clears throat> Thanks for the intro there, Brendan. Well, I didn't do it, but you know. You didn't? No. Sure I, sounds like you. Oh, thank you, thank you. I like our music. I do, too. It gets uh, stuck in my head after It's very a while. catchy. <laughs> very catchy. Thanks for everybody tuning in to Auto Talk Radio this morning. We appreciate it. So, I do want to remind folks that uh, Auto Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido. AAA approved and star certified. This August will be 30 years, Kevin, since we've been in business. Hard to believe, ain't it? Boom. Gone. Started on good old 9th Avenue. I was 23 years old. Kevin was 21 years old. 
Remember that? Remember back that far? No. <laughs> no. I remember it. I remember those days there. It was interesting. So we worked seven days a week, uh, like 14 hours a day. Had the energy for it back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, West Escondido Auto Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway as an Escondido AAA approved and star certified for, like I said, almost 30 years taking care of folks up there in North County. And West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission, 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon, AAA approved and smog certified. Taking care of folks out there, we're almost up to 10 years in that location in East County. So uh, doing uh, amazing things out there. Also, my team. And West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, right there in uh, Central San Diego, AAA approved and smog certified. Taking care of folks right there uh, for coming up, heading towards five years for sure. And uh, then, of course, West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, uh, 5726 Miramar Road and Eastgate Mall, AAA approved and star certified. Uh, heading up towards uh, four years there in that location. Taking care of folks uh, right in the Golden Triangle. All of us at the West Automotive Group, me, myself, and my employees come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. I truly believe in the same philosophy, and that is never we never put money ahead of people. Very important to us. Stop in to have your vehicle service repaired and find out what quality automotive and service repair is all about. Um, West Automotive Group is also proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs on approved credit. Uh, we have several arms to help you out there. Get a West Automotive Group card, and you can use it several times or however you want it's like a credit card and each time you can do the six months no interest it's a great advantage for servicing and repairing your vehicle you can also take advantage of our certicare transmission diagnosis and our our high-end diagnosis if you see way too many cars that are diagnosed improperly so um get an appointment with us get your vehicle and let us diagnose your vehicle properly so it's way too much money spent on vehicles that are not uh, diagnosed properly the Best money you will ever spend is on a diagnosis at a qualified facility with a qualified technician. No question about it. Best money on any repair. Saves you a lot of money in the long run as far as that goes. Uh, We also offer free shuttle rides to and from work or home and low-cost rental vehicles at all four locations. You can go on West Automotive Group, see all about us, etc. And uh, you can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram from there. Or make appointments or ask questions or anything. That's westautomotivegroup.com. You can also click on uh, Auto Man segments where I'm the Auto Man for the CW and Fox 5 News during the week. Uh, check out the times and stuff like that. Or you can just uh, see my segments. They're posted on our YouTube channel and you can get right there through westautomotivegroup.com. Uh, you can also uh, uh, click on Auto Talk Radio where we put all our podcasts there too after the shows are done. Or you can pick them up uh, at any of the podcast uh, areas through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio.com, and tune in. They're available everywhere. Just put in the answer, San Diego 1170. Go to Saturday morning shows, and you can grab Auto Talk Radio on the go or download and take it with you, whatever you like. So uh, all good stuff. Remember, that's westautomotivegroup.com. And uh, you can also email us anytime at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. So great stuff as far as that goes. All right, we're going to grab Bodie real quick. What up, Bodie? Morning, gentlemen. Good morning. How are you this morning on this wonderful uh, Saturday morning? It's going to be another beautiful day in San Diego, California. It's a beautiful day anywhere. (laughs) I guess that's true. If you woke up and stood up, it's a great start. That's right. My dad used to people say, how you doing? He goes, well, I'm vertical and everything's working. There you go. That's a great way to start. What you got going on today, my friend? Uh, two things. One is the auto show is in Escondido today. What is? Auto and out show. Auto. Oh, show. yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, thank you. Great reminder. <laughs> Do you know where they're having it at? Uh, uh, Grand Park or something on Grand downtown. Okay, okay. downtown, probably right there by uh, um, great, City Hall. Great Park. Great, great yeah. Day Park. Great Day Park, yeah. Great Day, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, question, I don't know if I ever asked you this, is uh, I was going through my friend's garage, and he's cleaning up all these oils. Or, you know, they're not contaminated, and he's got like five or six different weights. How much can you mix and match different weights in a car? Motor oil. Not not a good idea. 
No. No, not unless I mean in a, in emergency like you're stuck somewhere a car's low on oil and it takes 5W30 and there's a quart of 5W20, fine. Yeah. But I wouldn't recommend you matching I stick to the weight the car requires. Okay. Yeah. So that's, yeah, unfortunately. So you got to find a bunch of friends with different cars that have different weight and you just start (laughs) distributing the oil to them. I could sell it to the sell it to the homeless. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to use it for, but uh, well, tell me, tell me the laxative. Oh Jesus! I know, but no, no, no I'm not going to condone that. I know, but it's a joke. I know it was. We're all good. All right, gentlemen, stay hey. safe. Hey, Bodie, always great to talk to you. You have a safe, wonderful weekend. Take care. Ciao. Bye. 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 So. Bodie's always fun to talk to. He's always got good things to say. No, we don't condone uh, doing that with oil. So, no. No. <laughs> Bad idea. <laughs> anyway. And Bodie's, uh, Bodie, we know it's a joke, but uh, some people take things seriously. So, we have to, I have to be careful about what I say there. Don't want, I don't want anybody upset about the whole oil thing. Anyway. But uh, great questions for sure. Um, let's people know. Yeah, do not combine different weights of oil into your car. Stick with the weight that the car uh requires or the manufacturer recommends i should say best way to go for sure all right folks one 888 let's grab alan and chula vista good morning alan morning guys how are you doing my friend i'm do- we're doing good uh we're going breathing that's what i always tell people yeah <laughs> yeah that's a good way to be anyway about that last uh call i think that guy's name was fred he was talking about his lincoln uh, uh hybrid yes sir um we have a 2005 toyota prius Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a beautiful car to drive. There's some real quirky things you have to learn about it. Um, that starter battery is um, a really small battery, and it does not have the capacity of a, a regular lead acid battery. I talked to the guys over at the Interstate Store mm-hmm. over on Sedia University, mm-hmm. and he said it's basically it's a, a case that looks like a battery, and it just has a capsule inside, whatever that is. Correct. It's, it's not a standard battery. You just can't replace it with a lead acid. No, but it cost-wise, it's about the same as that. That's what I was kind of going for on on those. Um, it's it and it, it fails way more often and time-wise than than the actual hybrid battery itself. Right, and it's it's not cost comparative to a lead acid battery. I had it replaced, uh, I think, under warranty, and it was around three hundred dollars at the Toyota. Correct. And so um, it's it doesn't fail often, but um, there, there's some funny things about it. When sometimes when we get home from someplace, I have the radio on in the car, and my wife goes in the house, and I just sit and listen to the radio. And if you don't have the the whole power unit powered up for like uh, for driving the car, mm-hmm. it'll eventually run that battery down. Yes, it will. Yes, or it will. if if you happen to leave like a dash light on or something, that's happened to me a couple of times, and oh. it's it's easy to. There's a a place under the hood where you can tie in a battery charger uh, to charge that back up. Correct. So you you just have to be aware of those things. Uh, The Toyota Prius, I think think Toyota has uh, some kind of an agreement with uh, Ford, so it'd be very similar to to the Prius, his his Lincoln. Anyway, well, well, and and I do know that you are right. That battery is more expensive than some regular lead acid batteries replaced. I mean, there's some German cars that are quite expensive uh, that are glass mats and stuff, but um, it's still way cheaper than the hybrid battery to replace. That's for sure. Oh, right. Uh, with, yeah, you're question. exactly right. You're yeah, because exactly right you're talking that. about $300 to replace that battery in that area, whereas a hybrid batteries start out being replaced around three grand and up. Oh, wow. So, and actually Priuses have some of the cheaper hybrid batteries. And I'm actually glad you brought that up too, because here, here's something that we've seen, because we only use OEM hybrid batteries on vehicles when we replace them. We don't use any of the aftermarket ones. And this is something that we've been running into lately, because the, the one people there was a company that made a lot of aftermarket uh, uh, batteries. And if it's one of the aftermarket ones, they have different cases. And, and so to replace it, like if we had a Prius and we were putting a factory Toyota hybrid battery in it because the hybrid battery had failed and it was an aftermarket one. The Toyota won't take the aftermarket one back as a core, so it's an additional thousand um, dollars because there's no, they charge a core fee 
because you don't have a battery to give them because they don't want the that. So folks out there listening, I that's a great point. I not that it's a little off track of what we were talking about, but um, make sure if you're having a Prius battery or another hybrid battery replaced, um, it's a good idea to go with the OEM battery. And all the reason why for that is. Number one, so they have an OEM battery in it because they last longer than anything else out there that's aftermarket. Number two, you put an aftermarket battery in it. Later on, you won't have a core to replace it with a factory one if you decide you want to go through, and it's 1000 to $1,500 more. Well, I wonder if that's for interstate. Like, you've had the guy, interstate guy on your show once or twice. Mm-hmm. They don't, interstate doesn't sell that, hybrid batteries. They replace the actual uh, propulsion battery. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, does Interstate do that? And if so, then uh, you run into that OEM problem. Yeah, Interstate doesn't sell uh, the hybrid batteries. No, the big hybrid ones they don't sell those at all. Okay. So yeah, no, they don't. They don't do those. Um, the reason those are all OEM at this point right now. Um, their recommendation on those because they're the, the ones. Yeah. So is as far as the hybrid. Now they they do have uh, um, some some of the starter batteries are available through them. And that's not what I'm talking about because the cores are fine for those. I'm just talking about strictly the big hybrid battery, the bit, the very expensive ones. Okay. Anyway, uh, last comment on, on that uh, hybrid system. Uh, it, um, the, the push button start, uh, you can press it twice without stepping on the brake pedal mm-hmm. and you'll get ex- kind of an, an accessory mode where you can run the radio Correct. and, and uh, power windows, that kind of thing. But that's that's the problem you run into. If you, if you sit there and listen to radio like I do, pretty soon it starts to blink on and off. Uh, it, uh, audio-wise, it cuts in and out, and it kind of gets your attention. And then I realized what was going on, so I stepped on the brake and, and uh, actually started the propulsion system. There you go, yeah. And then, then the engine will start and will charge that battery automatically. Correct. Yeah, you are correct. You sit there long enough, you will run it down for sure without having it uh, up and running. Okay. And one last comment, and then I'll let you go. Sure. Uh, I have a friend that has an 06 or an 07 uh, Honda, uh, whatever that model is. Um, I can't remember that. It's a basic model car. Mm-hmm. And he, he was having a problem with the uh, the uh, speedometer uh, illumination. Uh, at nighttime, it was real dim. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's some kind of an automatic system. He has a Haynes manual on it, and I took a look at it. And it, there wasn't, there isn't enough description in the Haynes manual to really do anything with it. Mm-hmm. It just shows you a block diagram of where everything goes. So, if you guys have the Mitchell uh, technical system, mm-hmm. it'd be interesting if you, if you could look something like that up and and see what they say about it. Um, there's some kind of an automatic um, a light sensor. Correct. What I could determine, uh, it's like a button on the dashboard near the windshield. Mm-hmm. And it, it uh, it's supposed to automatically uh, change the illumination on the dash. And the sensors go bad on them sometimes. Is that what it is? Sometimes. Sometimes. Oh. So, yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, I'd, uh, to look it up, I'd really have to know the year, the model, and all that. So, um, but, I, but there are sensors on those that we have replaced that do fail sometimes. Okay. So. Yeah, it ties in the master, master control system, so it's really hard to tell from just a Haynes manual what's going on or yeah. how you can troubleshoot it. So Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, there's there's something definitely going on there. And there's some testing that needs to be done to verify that's what it is. Uh, if he's having that problem, but it's highly likely that's uh, what's going on. All right. Good deal. Hey, Alan. Always great to speak to you, man. And uh, uh, have a wonderful, safe weekend. Appreciate you giving us a shout and listening. Thanks you too, Brian. Take Talk care to now. You later. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. So good questions, especially on the on the, on the light control system. We see a lot of those on the automatics. You know. So, just like my truck, the lights, I keep my lights on automatic, and it, and, and newer cars, one of the nice things is that, you know, um, the light sensitivity, but that's sensors, but it, it goes to high beam, like you're driving down a dark road, it'll go up to high beam on its own. Nice, and, but they? yeah, Yeah, and then when it senses, like, headlights coming off way in the distance, it drops back to low beams, so. My question is, are there <clears> sensors <throat> part of the windshield? Uh, some of cars are part of the windshield. Some are in the da- like on built in the the sensors in the dash. Yeah. So it just depends on which make and It's you know so one of those things for sure, without question. But uh, good stuff. Anyway, yep. Yeah, so there you go. There you have it. So 
Uh, we were talking about service and vehicles, I believe. we got a few minutes here left to chat about them if we don't get another call at 1-888-344-1170. We do appreciate everybody that's shouting in and listening and being part of the show. Um, so one of the big ones is engine oil servicing. How often do you change the oil on your vehicles, Kevin? How many miles? I like to do it every 3,000. That's a lot. So I know I, Some I, people say go 5,000, but... Eh. Well, so... but. We, we run just full synthetic oils now on everything we do. So you run full synthetic in everything you do, yeah. right? I was going to say you use the oil at the shop, so I'm pretty sure you do. But I know that's the, all we have. The cleaner the oil I keep, the the less likely I have a seal leak. Because right. as the oil gets dirty, it's like sandpaper. It'll take out seals. Right. Or, I mean, all kinds of things. So Well, it helps keep seals pliable and all those kind of things. It does. So what I recommend, though, is that a lot of car manufacturers have gone to, like, recommend like 10,000 miles or like Cadillac, they do the oil life and all of a sudden you're 12,000 miles. Now you need an oil change. That's way too long. I, I my opinion, so. way too. So I, I'm right with really good synthetics. We got now 5,000 miles is amazing. I mean, you can, you can do that. If you get up over a hundred thousand miles, you might want to drop down to around 4,000 miles, but, uh, uh, in that area. So for sure. And you get to decide it's your car. I mean, do what you want with it. But, uh, I service um, my vehicles every 5,000 miles. That's what I do with them. Um, the Mustang, though, the, my 67 Mustang, I do that one every 3,000 miles, like you said. Just because I'm taking, you know, and just, you know, and it's an older vehicle, and I just want to, you know, as far as that goes. But also, I don't, it, it only gets 3,000 miles about once a year, max, right. or, or less, you know. So it gets, it's actually less than that a year. So I do that or once a year, you know, and, and just get the, keep the oil changed on it in good order. So, um, but your normal driving vehicle, you can get anywhere between four and 5,000 miles is a great time to service and change the oil. And in doing so, you keep uh, um, the vehicle in good working order without question. And you also keep an eye on the oil because vehicles are uh, ingesting and burning oil more these days, correct? The thinner the oil, the faster it'll blow by the rings. That's right. That's right. And there are some cars that have had some ingestion problems anyway, period, yeah. where, where they burn oil. We've seen uh, uh, a couple Subaru models that come in with no oil in them. And the reason why is they've gone like 4,000 miles and they've ingested although some of those vehicles only hold like 3.5 quarts of oil total anyway when full right yep so um when you start a uh, car and starts burning oil it doesn't take long for it to go away if it burns a quart of oil now we're down to two quarts of oil yeah 2.5 yeah yep. yeah and if it bur- it's burning a quart faster than every thousand miles then uh yeah quickly in like 2,000 miles you're down to 1.5 quarts that's why and 3,000 miles you're down to a half a quart that's why I like doing it three thousand, because because you can change out your half a quarter oil. <laughs> so well, it's uh, so fluid services. There's all kinds of things that affect services on your vehicle and fluids. I mean, when it comes to temperatures, right? Uh, there's you know hot and cold and different items, and then how the vehicle is driven. Is it short trips, et cetera? Because then you get a lot of moisture, like in the engine oil, right? Yes. Yeah, so it doesn't burn off. Um, so all those things can start to degrade the oil uh, condition, and, and it then can wear seals like Kevin's talking about or not lubricate as well, you know, or uh, um, the acid level comes up in the oil and can affect the the babbit on the bearings and it's things like that. So there's a lot of different items that can affect it, uh, you know. Uh, are you working it extremely hard, such as towing trailers, things like that? That's, all these things are good to uh, uh, to think about as far as that goes. Um, same thing with the transmission servicing the transmission. Uh, manufacturers suggest that transmission fluid lasts 100,000 miles. I'm sure you can leave it in there for 100,000 miles. How's that usually work out? Not so good. Not so good. So, yeah, we recommend it. You know what? You can do whatever you want. You can follow whatever man. But we recommend that, uh, you know, every around 20,000 miles you service your tranny. That's the best thing you can do for it. That's the only thing you can do for it to extend its life, right? Well, yeah. I mean, because it'll help the cleaner the fluid, the better the valves don't wear out the valve body. You don't get material stuck in the filter causing low pressure, you know, and seals blowing out. Keep all those contaminants out and stuff like that. So the two most major services are your engine oil and your transmission oil. Yes. You know, there's there's differential fluids and, and power steering fluids, some other items like that you want to change out, but they're at higher, higher mileages. Power steering is 24,000 miles, usually we recommend. 
Uh, differentials are usually around fifty to 60,000 miles as far as that gear oil will last that long. But they don't have a combustion process and, and create it. And it's also a heavier weight oil, right? So yes. it, it does last longer. All right, let's grab uh, Tom real quick. And we'll, Good morning, Tom. Good morning. How are you? Doing great. Uh, one quick question. You, we're talking about oil changes, and I have a car that I change the oil every 5,000 miles, but um, sometimes the, you know the car might sit and only have a couple thousand miles on in six months. Gotcha. Do I still need to change every six months or wait till 5,000? You, you know, it's here's the problem that it's a good idea to put an, a good eye on the vehicle as far as that goes. Um, the oil's probably not broke down. Um, but, uh, one thing you're missing out, you know, like checking, unless you do this yourself, checking the air pressure, making sure the vehicle hasn't any leaks, there's no weird tire wear, you know, things like that. That's part of doing an oil service, um, by a qualified technician. So usually time-wise, I mean, you can have some of those issues come along, you know, but I mean, if you're airing your tires and you're checking all your fluids and you're doing that, you, you can extend it out sometimes oil lasts pretty good. Um, you know, as far as mileage wise, um, I would ask, are most of those trips longer that you're doing, uh, to get that mileage on the vehicle in six months or are they short trips? They're mostly all short trips. Yeah. See that problem with that is you get extremely high moisture content in the oil. So it does start to break down because you don't, you don't burn all that off. The engine isn't always at, at, uh, operating temperature for an extended period of time. So Hey, I, I hope that helps. Time we got to run. He's. I'm going to be out of here in 30 seconds. Thanks for the call and thanks for listening. Uh, give us a call again, please. I'd be happy to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. All right, San Diego and everybody else out there. Boy, we ran the show up. We appreciate y'all listening and being part of the show. We really do. Great questions from Tom, Fred, and everybody else. Hey, continue to uh, join in and call us as as you do. Um, San Diego and everybody else out there, keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. Thank you for tuning in to Auto Talk Radio. You can catch us next Saturday again from 7 to 8 a.m. here on The Answer San Diego 1170, 96.1 FM. Until next week, be safe, have fun, get out there in your hoopty. For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.